Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Well, hello, everyone. It's Sandra London. Love Talk Radio. You're listening to Playtime with Sandra. Hope everybody's having a good time and hopefully not nursing any hangovers from uh, St. Patrick's Day. But um, if you are, <laughs> hopefully uh, my my voice will soothe you and that'll help you out. Uh, I'm going to start out tonight's show with a song by a very talented artist who's called um, Kyle Young, and that song is called Homework. Enjoy. Uh, yeah, uh, feeling ba ba bomb as I run upside, dealing to the down just like home inside, run in hide, better fuck your pride, gotta stay safe, eat great pumpkin pie, really gotta go, it's about that time, million little bros gotta search it fine, scramble and scurry, ramble and fury, advance to a hurry to that land and no mercy, damn better learn these scams, but he hurt me, hands on the shirt, she glances like, I'm like certainly past the slurpee, don't tease me, but girl you can jerk me, dirty McGurty's still flirting, and her scream alerts me, time's 13, her perkies will perk me, a sure thing, I'm bursting with pure steam and cursing, I've been gone all day, it's working, you've been to your feet, it's hurting, one thing we both know for certain, I'm gonna lay you down and serve it, I've been gone all day, it's working, you've been to your feet, it's hurting, one thing we both know for certain, I'm gonna lay you down and serve it, serve it like food, yes I'll take a dish, like I just made a wish, uh, naked bliss, waist glistening, sweat beads lay in position, it's madam galactic compassion, but that is a mass interaction, laughing for mad years to passing, asses attacking my shaft is squirming, determined to firm it, nursing her furnace and whirlwind, sure is so perfect, oh girl gives purpose for nerve endings, word kid, curve hips and her lips, I'm So we could do it in the dark I've been gone all day It's working
That was Kyle Young with the song Homework. That was a really great song. He may actually call in uh, later during tonight's broadcast. I'm looking forward to that. I will go ahead and give everyone the call-in number. It is 858-815-2333. You're listening to Sandra London on Playtime with Sandra. I like just put up a post like maybe five minutes just before the show started. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was listening to a lot of music um, uh, on Naked Girls Radio over the past week. I found some really great songs. That one I had heard once or twice before, and I always meant to, to play it. And finally, you know, I've been able to upload quite a few more songs. Um, but I had a really good time listening to a bunch of different types of music. There's like, oh, let's see, some really cool, like, uh, very hard metal. <laughs> There's some cool alter- alternative songs, hip-hop jazzy songs and you know as we go on with uh, future broadcasts you'll get to hear a lot of these artists but um, I hope you guys all like that song Homework by Kyle Young and you can see more of his music on NakedGirlsRadio.com let's see what else is there that I should start out with it's really really cold right now (laughs) I actually just put my heater up about 80 degrees um, because it felt like it was about 20 in my house, but oh well, hopefully it'll get warmer. Um, if not, if only you could see me now. <laughs> that would be worth it if you could see how cold, exactly how cold it's making me. But anyways, I'm going to go ahead and play yet another new song, and then I'll have some news for you, and in just about 15-20 minutes. I will be interviewing Max McManus of Max Porn Blog. And, hey, he's Irish. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Anyways, let's see. What shall I play? I will do, hmm, how about Blood by Assimilation? I'll play that one. That's a great song. Here you go. Deep inside
was Blood by Assimilation, and I'll be playing another one of their songs later on uh, during the broadcast. Uh, let's go to news. Let's see what's happening in the world. Um, I saw something last night on uh, CNN. Uh, it was just like a brief little headline that was saying that, like, I guess the co-founder of Red Bull died. I have no idea how or what happened, but I don't know. I'm sorry to hear that. I wish I could give you more um, information about that, but I guess I'll do that later, <laughs> later during the hour, hour and a half or so. And um, let's see, I'll also do a live reading of a French poem um, by a French poet by the name of uh, Henri Mourget, and the poem is called Les Bagneuses. I'll do that, um, I guess, towards the end, towards the end of today's show. Um, <clears throat> wow, let's see. <laughs> what is the deal? I think because I put 90-minute show today instead of 60 minutes, now all of a sudden my brain is deciding to not work today. So awkward. But anyways, I can still continue to entertain you with music and erotica. <laughs> Yeah, and it's really cold too, so that doesn't really help matters very much. But I'll 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 sit here and keep warming myself a little bit, and I will probably be back to normal real soon. Um, and it's funny, it's not like uh, my brain's dead from like you know going out last night or anything because I actually didn't go celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Are you guys like sad about that? <laughs> I don't know. I I guess I'll celebrate it with uh, Max here on the air in a little bit. Um, but I did look up some pretty cool information about uh, about St. Patrick's Day. So I'll, I'll give you a brief little spiel about uh, St. Patrick's Day. Um, it is the day of the Festival of Patrick, St. Patrick. Um, it celebrates the arrival of Christianity in Ireland. Um, most people go to church or, or wear green attire. Um, wow, I can read my writing. Uh, oh, yeah. And the restrictions, um, the Lent restrictions are lifted on eating and drinking alcohol. Also, it is likely the most celebrated Saints Day in the whole entire world. And... <laughs> This was like kind of an interesting one. Uh, it was saying uh, uh, the original color was not green. It was, in fact, blue. Uh, but I believe in the 1800s, they started going more towards green. Um, and uh, what was it? Mm-hmm. It's been celebrated in uh, North America since the late 18th century, um, prior to the American Revolution. And it has been an official public holiday in Ireland since 1903. Yeah, you got some history and some knowledge in there. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. So as I was saying, one of my friends actually let me know that they did drink quite a bit uh, yesterday. And my recommendation for them, and this is just my own personal recommendation, was... Uh, odorless garlic pills <laughs> and resveratrol, which is like acai berry juice, wine, 
red wine without the wine part in it kind of thing. Um, that's my personal magical cure, but I'm no doctor. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm going to go ahead and play another song for you, and then I'll come back with some more intel. And stay tuned, because I will be interviewing Max McManus of Max Porn Blog and CigarVixen.com in about 10, 15 minutes. So for now, I will play... Halfway Home by Assimilation. Here you go.
that was Halfway Home by Assimilation. I really like that song because it reminds me a little bit of like some old school Red Hot Chili Peppers. And as a lot of you know, I'm like a huge fan of Anthony Kiedis. He's so gorgeous. That is my top number one like celebrity crush on earth. <laughs> yeah, so I hope you guys liked that. That was Halfway Home by Assimilation. And I'll go ahead and share with everyone um, a few more of my 28 plus 1 Sandra London semi-secrets. Let's see. One of the most recent ones I posted had like about four in them, so I'll go over that one. Um, And that was posted on toliveandgrindinla.com. Let's see. So out of those four, Secret number one was that the best professional massage I've ever received was in Las Vegas. And this was like a, a few years ago. I was staying in a really sweet, sweet, badass um, suite <laughs> at the Skyloft um, area of the MGM Hotel on the Strip. And it was like this cute, he was really sexy, like, you know, Nebraska Midwest boy. And... He did an excellent job. I, yeah, (laughs) it was very difficult for me to walk or think or do much of anything other than kind of half crawl to the shower afterwards. Um, But it was it was so awesome, Um, and he was very professional. Um, Yet I was like in heaven. It was wow. It was almost better than sex. Almost. (laughs) Secret number two was that I have terrible eyesight, which is true. It's like negative 5.5, so if I'm not wearing contacts or glasses, then all bets are off with me seeing anything beyond my nose. It's just terrible. Like, I've I've had, or I've known I've had bad eyesight since I was maybe 9 or 10 years old. Um, It kind of sucks. I think I must have spent too much time, like, reading books in the dark, although... That's debatable whether that can truly make your eyes go that bad. I I have no idea. Feel free to let me know. Uh, <laughs> my call-in number is 858-815-2333. And anyways, the other one was that Dubai is the most exotic locale I've ever visited. Um, I've been to quite a few different countries, most of them in Western Europe, um, but uh, a few that aren't, and Dubai was just a complete, it, it's a whole other level, it's a whole other experience, it's kind of, I don't know, there's so many liberal things about it, um, even more liberal than Las Vegas, um, and then there's some things about it that are decidedly not, <laughs> but it was really cool, it was a lot of fun, and I actually visited while I was a graduate student. Um, and living in France. So I just, like, left and actually celebrated my ooh, my 23rd birthday while I was there. Um, like, I celebrated it in Dubai. Um, well, partially there and partially in the airport, like, returning back to, to Paris. So, <laughs> yeah, half, half the time there. The other half going from Dubai to... Vienna, and then Vienna to Paris. So, um, I don't know. I would recommend it for anybody that wants to go somewhere in their, like, 
adventurous and they want to see some really cool culture and and nightlife <laughs> basically um i guess the other two like unique places i've ever visited would have to be prague and buenos aires um I've actually written about my experience with both. The Buenos Aires trip I wrote about on my archive site, which is just at imsandralondon.blogspot.com. And there's a lot that I liked about it, and actually quite a bit that I did not like, but that was just my own personal experience, and I would still recommend anyone to go. Um, I was actually there doing a business Spanish course, an intensive business Spanish course, and I met some really cool people, and it was it was just very, very, very different. <laughs> um, Prague was that's the place I most want to return to and like spend more time there and like in all the all the surrounding areas, just because they have like spa uh, spa cities basically that kind of neighbor Prague, um, where you just go and kind of go to like hot springs and have a lot of like yoga and yogis and uh, it's just the way it's described and what I've seen is that it's extremely peaceful I didn't have a chance to visit those cities um, when I was there uh, last year in September but um, yeah that's on my my wish list my travel wish list and it will be done probably sometime this year if not next next spring, summerish, but it was fantastic. I loved Prague. Um, okay, last secret. Woo! And I gotta check. I gotta check the phone line because I think I think I may have a caller. Hold on. Okay, very last one was um, the first international trip I ever took was to Germany, and that kind of like propelled my lifelong passion and and interest in traveling, basically anywhere. Um, so, I don't know, I, I visited a few smaller cities, and then, like, places like Berlin, and, and uh, things like that, uh, Potsdam, Braunschweig, all of these, I, I liked Germany quite a bit, um, I'll, I'm sure I will return <laughs> soon, let me check the studio thing, oh, I do have a call, yay, okay, I'm gonna answer right about now. Hello, hello, this is Sandra London with Playtime with Sandra Radio. Who's calling? Max. Hi, Max. How are you? Hey, I wasn't sure whether you were talking to me or whether somebody else was in the queue. No, no, that's that's me talking to you. <laughs> okay, well, how, good to hear your evening? voice again. Thank you. How is your evening going so far? It's going really, really well. Really well. How about yours? Hey, pretty good. I'm actually starting to warm up now. I don't know how it got so crazy cold, but it, it really did. Well, you know, <laughs> know, here in Erie, Pennsylvania, it was like 75 degrees today, and it broke a record. Yeah, yeah I'm so, very, you know. I'm jealous. I, I wish you could bring some of that. You know, here, here you are living in L.A., man. It was, exactly. It was it's like here in the, the Great Lakes. Yes, it is a warped world we live in that, like, the weather change pla- changes places at when. <laughs> but, yes, but I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. Did you party last night? Are you doing anything fun for oh, yeah. Patrick's Day? 
I ended up, I guess, uh, getting to bed here in, in, in the Northeast about maybe a little bit before 5 a.m. And uh, when I got up maybe about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I was still seeing green, definitely. <laughs> oh, everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, just let, let's say there was just, like a green haze, you know. Let's okay. Leave it at that. I see. I see. Yeah, but well, you know, I, I, speaking, I, I, speaking I, of that, Patrick, what? I, I was gonna say, speaking of that, like, have you ever had absence? Oh yes, yes. Actually, I've had real absence from. Uh, well, I guess it's now uh, the Czech Republic, but you know, at one time it was Czechoslovakia, and yeah. uh, you know, made with wormwood and and not the uh, synthetic stuff that uh, you know they try and pawn off as absence. But yes, yes, I have. That's, that's great. And did the did the music sound more musical and the lights? More you know, I gotta say, I gotta <laughs> say, the 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 most powerful drink I've ever had in my life uh, was Gre- real Greek ouzo. That was distilled with opium, and uh, I had a friend of mine that was in the navy that actually. Where, um, where is that from? Where like? It's from from Greece, actually. Oh, Greece! And, oh, I see. Yeah, the way the way you actually tell if it's real Greek ouzo. It, uh, it's, it's basically, you know, clear. It looks like water. But if you actually put ice cubes in ouzo, it, it turns white like milk. And Ooh. supposedly that's, you know, basically because of it being distilled with actual opium. But years Whoa. ago, a friend of mine <laughs> that was in the Navy actually somehow snuck a bottle of uh, Greek ouzo aboard the ship we were on. And... Uh, I had a couple of shots of it, and and to tell you the truth, don't remember half the night. Uh, oh, was, that. <sighs> You were so, so vulnerable so I, then. I say, absence <laughs> was was nice, you know, had a nice effect to it, but but the user was, uh, you know, my most memorable drinking experience as far as you know something that knocked me on my butt. Wow. Okay, I've never heard of that before. I'll have to, I'll have to research. Oh, it's worth, it's worth checking out. You know, you, you huh. in your travels. I don't know you, if I'll ever try it personally, but I, I do like to know about these things. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, if you're in a, in a European country, there's no way you can really get it in the United States because, again, they sell synthetic versions of it that aren't. They don't use opium in the, uh, you know, uh, I guess distilling process, but. Uh, if you're ever in Europe, you know, uh, at like a cafe or anything, just get a shot of Uzo and check it out. Oh wow, I will, I will give it a thought. I will give it a thought for sure. But anyway, okay, so let's move to talking about your, or actually, let's talk about how we met, in a way. Um, I guess uh, you. You, you can help me fill in some of the gaps because I know I like messaged you on Skype, but I don't quite remember why initially. I, I, I saw... You know what, to this, to this day, <laughs> I don't know how how you got um, introduced to me through Skype, but yeah, you did You did message me, and, you yeah. know, uh, we started talking, and, you know, uh, we're, we're in, in not in the same industry, we're in parallel industries, so, you know... Uh, yes. And and uh, I, I just guess we just clicked and uh, have been in contact ever since and, and sharing things and 
doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that together. So, uh, you know, um, it's, it's always yeah. nice to have you uh, come up on my Skype. Yeah. Well, thank you. Did you like um, that video I made for you? Just for for listeners that may be listening in right now, I'll I'll provide a bit a bit of a backstory. One of the more fairly recent things that I did um, for Max of Max Porn Blog was um, create a cool little promo video for him um, using a lovely cigar. <laughs> And if you guys want to check it out, it's on my YouTube uh, channel, youtube.com slash TV, or just go to SandraLondonTV.com. And it was Max Porn Blog and the Runaway Cigar. That's the name of the video. And I think you'll get I, I actually, I actually uh, showed it to a buddy of mine today when I told him I was going to be on with you tonight. And, I am? Uh, Did he like it? Oh, <laughs> He basically told me I was a lucky son of a bitch. Am I, am I allowed to say that on this show? Or? Oh, sure. Yes, yes, that's fine. <laughs> right on. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Did you like the hair? It was all blonde. I haven't been blonde. Yeah, in a while. I, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you have a lot of versatility because, you know, I've seen you as a blonde. I've seen you as a redhead. I've seen you as a brunette. And uh, I, I guess I would venture to say it just it just depends on your mood. Am I right? Kinda, yeah. And then whatever just seemed uh, interesting, I guess, at the time, like something that is different from what it was before. I personally really like when I, I like red hair, so I like changing my hair to red. Um, and it's cool, but like. I don't know. It's weird. I get mixed reactions. Some people like completely love it, and when they love it, they really love it. And some are like, "That's nice," and some are like, "Oh, I like your more natural hair color better." So I don't know. But what about you? What's your favorite? You know, uh, on me and in general. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, the thing is with me, uh, I'm into versatility. You know, and I, I like a woman that you know can really uh, change her style to, to suit the occasion or to suit her mood or to suit my mood. And, um, you know, uh, if if you had to look at one thing every day for the rest of your life, one color, you know, uh, it would get mundane. So I, I'd say, you know, you got the versatility thing going, you know, and along with everything else, you know, that's very attractive. Aw, that's so sweet. Well, okay, you know what? Now that I'm thinking of it, perhaps how I found you was through one of your tons and tons of sites. I know you have at least 14 websites. Um, Mm -hmm. So it may have been through one of those. Um, And I know that you have, what is it, fetish-succubus.com? Yeah, fetish-succubus. That's like a a big... Uh, yeah. Banner Farm Supermarket for everything perverse. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm <laughs> I'm very much into um, studying uh, like incubi, succubi, mythology, and uh, maybe maybe you you actually maybe it was Gothic Dusk that that you actually came through them because that's you know an, an, an incubus you know Gothic type. Uh, 
subject site. You know, I mean, uh, that that may it's have been possible. it. It's possible. Yeah, that, um, that, that would actually, you know, now that we're talking about it, and you mentioned it, that would probably be, you know, much more on target for you than, than uh, fetish succubus, because fetish succubus, you know, like, like, uh, I guess a hundred different categories, whereas Gothic Dusk is more, you know, focused on, on, you know, uh, goth and vampirism and, and, and that in, in the porn world, that is, you know, Um, the fact that it's it's a niche a niche site, you know, 
and I'm not ashamed to say, you know, right now uh, the members on the site are paying 34.95 a month to belong to it, and eventually, you know, um, as it develops, uh, it's going to go up to 39.95. But you know, basically, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, the last shoot we had, which we're editing right now, to go mm-hmm. up on the site sometime this week. You know, basically the, the video uh, was 48 minutes long, and typically we put 80 to 100, you know, high-resolution photos for each uh, um, update. So, you know, cigar smoking in itself is, is not a four-man's hobby. And, mm-hmm. you know, basically the cigars these women are smoking on, cigar vixens are, are you know, high-end cigars. And, yeah. you know, it it, it just... Uh, one thing leads to another. I think. I think if we were actually you know you know twenty dollars a month for it, we probably wouldn't have the membership we have. Right. You know, I actually posted a few days ago on uh, Expos about about the industry and about you know all the different uh, you know regulations that hang overhead these days and stuff like that. And my my advice or or opinion or what have you was that. Anything that is in entertainment is basically a luxury market, and to really target um, and maintain, you know, uh, economic sustenance, the key is to really carve out your niche really well. Um, exactly, and to, I would agree and with to that. Kind of blend what the customers want, where they can no longer kind of discern between a want and a need. They're kind of intertwined because they want. You know, they want that product. They want value. They want, you know, they want. Uh, they're more than happy to spend even in, a, in tough times if they absolutely are, you know, well targeted for a certain niche or a certain market. Oh they, yeah, I, I would. With this particular site, I would I would agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying. You know, um, like I said, I, I don't think we would have the, the customer base we have. If we did charge, you know, twenty dollars a month, which in this industry, um, you know, with what you were saying about the economic climate, that seems to be the trend, you know, for for um, you know uh, standard porn is, you know, uh, cheap prices, cheap prices, cheap prices. Uh, one mm-hmm. thing I got to say that you know, as as the site developed, we started out charging twenty four ninety five a month. And went up to twenty nine ninety five, and like I said, right now we're at thirty four ninety five. And each time, you know, we we obviously you know added more content, uh, but each yeah. time we we you know raised the prices, our sales went up. You know, and mm-hmm. I think that's proof of of what you were just saying. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I'm I'm glad that our two perspective coincide and that you're like a real life example of that. That's pretty cool. Okay, I'm going to come back with you and talk with you some more, but I'm going to put a little music up in here for a second. <laughs> okay. But yeah, but please stay on the line. And I definitely I'm gonna will. Yes, yes. And I'm going to play Groovin' With You by Dub Seeds. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 
get a little talk with you, girl. Oh, and you know what I wanna do. Come on, because the way you've been rocking and the way you've been losing, girl, you got me thinking I could be grooving with you, yeah. Well, I could be grooving. The way you've been hopping and the way you've been moving, ooh, little girl, I wanna be grooving right now. So come on, well I could be grooving somehow. Ooh, you know that I could be, I could be grooving somehow. Well I could be. successes 
I think I would be remiss without mentioning that, you know, we're very lucky that we're working with a, a really great photographer, videographer, uh, whose name is Rob, and he owns aerosicons.com. And, you know, uh, I don't think Hi, Rob. That, well, <laughs> thank you for, for that shout-out to him, because to tell you the truth, um, I don't think that any of my sites would be as successful as they are uh, without his photography and videography. I know that... Okay, and uh, how, do you, how do you spell his website? Like, your accent is so strong. E-R-O-S. Okay. E-R-O-S icons. I-C-O-N-S. Oh, oh, there we go. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> yes, yes, do go on. I'm sorry. Hi, Rob. Well, uh, you know, as I said, um, I, I really think, you know, we were very lucky to team up with him as far as doing our photography and videography because um, he just really brings uh, something special to it as far as uh, you know, I, I think he goes through a lot of pains to get some of the angles he does, actually, especially in shooting the, the video, you know, for the site. And um, has he been with you since the beginning? Um, he, he, yeah, I've, actually, to be honest with you, I've known Rob now for probably about 12 years, and uh, we've been friends. And, you know, when I went into the adult industry, you know, he was the first person I called, and, and yes, you know, He's been doing our photography and videography for almost seven years now. Sweet. Wow. Well, amen to that. Um, I will check out his site a little bit later. Um, but mm-hmm. tell me about, like, your favorite uh, brand of cigar. Um, you know, I, I'm going to, like, hedge again and say it, it really, you know, um, depends on my mood. I'm, I'm very eclectic. Uh, you know, um, I, I think a lot of true cigar smokers will, will tell you the same thing. You know, it's sort of like you asking me about hair color. You know, if if um, you were going to smoke the same cigar every day, day in and day out, it would get pretty mundane. Um, you know, and, and with cigars, people ask me all the time, you know, what cigar should I smoke? And, you know, my answer to them is, is smoke, you know, what tastes good to you because, when it comes down to it, when you're smoking a cigar, just like when you're smoking a pipe, you know, the flavor of the tobacco is really what, what you're enjoying. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to sort of step out on a limb here, you know, but there there's a cigar called an Opus X, which is a very highly rated cigar. And, you know, but to tell you the truth, um, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't really go for them. I would rather any day you know, smoke, say, one of the punch brand of cigars, which is, you know, uh, 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 basically it's a cheaper cigar. You know, I mean, it's a premium cigar, but it's a lot cheaper than an Opus X. Uh, and, you know, I, I would get more enjoyment out of smoking a punch than smoking an X, you know. so. It, and and really would, you consider, would you consider yourself um, a cigar... Snob in a way, where like you look down. Um, cigarette, you know, cigarette uh, smokers, cigarette smokers, all like cigarettes. I, I, you know, you know I gotta, I gotta say, I cigarette. went, I started smoking cigars at 19, and I never smoked cigarettes. And and frankly, you know, uh, the first time I had a cigar in my mouth was when I was 19 years old, and I was in the Marine Corps, and I had a gunnery sergeant that smoked these 
really cheap five in a box Anthony and Cleopatra Grenadiers. And um, one day he just came over, stuck one of his cigars in my mouth and said, here, stick this in your mouth. It will make you look like you know what you're doing. And initially, you know, I was smoking, I was smoking cheap cigars like him to emulate him. But, you know, one of the, you were talking about travel a little earlier on your show. And, you know, one of the great benefits of being in the military uh, is, is basically, you know, getting to travel the world. And, you know, I, I, in traveling the world, started experimenting with, you know, different cigars in different countries. And, you know, let's just put it this way, over time my taste developed. So, you know, yeah, you know, it's a, another funny thing, too, about this is, you know, people, when they find out that I'm a fetish pornographer, uh, they think it's really funny when I tell them I consider cigars my one guilty pleasure in life. And, you know, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious about it because cigars are, are in my personal life. They're the one thing I spend money on strictly for my own enjoyment. So I, I wouldn't actually say I'm a cigar snob, um, you know, uh, because of the fact that, um, like I said, to me there's there's great cigars across the board, whether they're, you know, uh, $4 cigars or whether they're, you know, $150 Cohiba, you know, uh, Siglo Six Grand Reservas, you know, from Cuba. Nice. Uh, well, you know what? I actually, I actually want to want to go back to what you were saying just a bit ago about traveling so much with the Marine Corps. Um, since uh, I, I've mentioned this once or twice on my show, um, so I'm working on a story uh, called The Fuck Club, which is about a super secret uh, military sex club type thing. So anything like, you know. Army defense related. It was really cool and interesting to me. Uh, so, can you share with me maybe some of the best places that you visited in your personal opinion, like your favorite places to see, or like something that you liked about? Would it would it be in the military or, or basically or basically since you know like um, the civilian? I, I I actually have to agree with you about Prague. Prague is one of my favorite often. cities. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I uh, had been hearing about Prague in one way or another for years. I can remember years ago a friend of mine, I don't know, did you, while you were there, did you by chance uh, go to the Jewish cemetery? Um, you know what, I did not, but I was actually staying uh, n- not too far from there. Like I was in, uh, uh, okay, I'm probably going to mispronounce it, but Winslow's when the yeah, I, I know exactly. You know, Blair, you yeah, but, I don't know but, why I can't you know, say it today. It's weird. My, yeah, first, my first memory of of hearing about Prague was uh, I had a friend that that actually showed me a, a book uh, called Beautiful Death, which was a pic- picture book, and and basically oh. what what it the, did. The city was, is so was, moody and romantic. I love it, that. Yeah, it, it, that this particular city. book had. You know, pictures of of uh, the statuary and memorials in cemeteries all over the world, and, and mm-hmm. really, you know, uh, there's in the United States we do we do have that kind of those kind of cemeteries, but uh, especially in in Europe, you know, they tend to you know celebrate death with art a lot more than they do here. And I can mm, remember definitely. actually looking at that book and actually looking at this section. 
that was uh, covering, you know, or, or pictures of of the, the statuary and memorials in, in the Jewish cemetery in Prague. And um, when I visited the first time, uh, that was, you know, I had seen this book maybe five or six years before, but, you know, um, it wasn't the first place I stopped when I went to Prague, but it was in my first three or four days that I was there. You know, I went and, and checked out the Jewish cemetery firsthand, you know, and, and walked around and just was amazed by, by the, um, you know, the, the beauty of, 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 like I said, the, the statuary and the memorials. Um, yeah. You know, as far as, far as best places, um, you know, and again, I'm just going to be honest, you know, I, I would any day uh, take London over Paris, you know. Um, as really? Specific. See, so, I'm the opposite, which is kind of funny given my my namesake, but I, I much prefer uh, Paris over London. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> like you said, it's a perspective. And, and you know, I, I just um, I find London a lot more interesting than Paris. You know, I'm not saying Paris is, is a bad city, but... Um, if I had my choice of either getting a free trip to London or getting a free trip to Paris, I'd take a free trip to London any day. Well, see, uh, I'd probably take that too, but only because London's so much more freaking expensive. <laughs> well, I think my, 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 my choice, <laughs> my choice well, is, in, I think in my, matter, my, thing my with choice it, is devoid of, of finance. You know, I'm yeah. just going by. Oh, oh my God. Ah. Uh, one of my actually. Favorite, favorite places, and it's not because I'm Irish, but, um, you know, Ireland. I went to Ireland for the first time when I was oh. 19 years old with my father. Uh, actually okay. met him in, in London, and, you know, we went over to Ireland together for six days. And uh, I've been going back ever since. You know, people, people think of uh, Ireland sort of like they think of Scotland. You know, Scotland... Uh, is up in the north, you know, of, of uh, you know, basically yeah, the you know, island. You know what? I had an opportunity to go um, to Scotland while I was out in Paris um, to go to the Witch's Castle and and to check that out and explore. And I actually ended up having to cancel at the last minute and come back home. There was an emergency um, Scotland is a beautiful place, but it's, I, I it's, it's go. very, very I cold. Go. Very, very cold. You know, whereas whereas Ireland, people don't really realize that you know, for a country in Europe, uh, Ireland is is an, at least in my opinion a very rush, rush country. You know, for mm-hmm. the climate that it has, uh, it's it's sort of like a, a a rainforest in a lot of ways without the humidity. You know, mm-hmm. and, and to pick trees, but there's green everywhere. You know, which is something That's that I cool. like, and I just really, you know, like the people. You know, uh, uh, my father and I, you know, with that initial trip, we got to travel around the country, both, you know, northern and southern, su- southern. And this was in the days when, you know, Ireland was still pretty much divided. But on both sides of the border, you know, the people themselves were just really great, warm people. And I think when you're traveling anywhere, uh, you know, the, the people of the country you're in, you know, how they treat you really makes a big, uh, uh, leaves a big uh, effect on, on how you feel about the country in general. That's true. That's, that's very true. That, that's kind of what I would say about 
uh, Buenos Aires, is, that's what kind of kept me from fully enjoying the city as much as I could have because of, sad to say, the people, like I, I love, actually love um, Buenos Aires and I actually met some really cool people, but the interactions I had with quite a few left me kind of just sad in a way, like it was just so not what I ever experienced in any other place I've ever traveled to, unfortunately. Why would like, you I why still, would, I, I would still I mean, actually go back. Basically, the, 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 the rotten life that the people have there, or, you know, I mean... Um, well, if I look at it purely, like, objectively, which I kind of did and tried to, um, and I wrote about it a little bit on my, my little travel uh, trip report thing that I wrote on uh, my archive site, it was just that, it, um, seeing as how their their economy suffered so much not too long ago, um, it just sort of disillusioned a lot of the citizens, understandably. And I just always got mistaken for, like, um, being Brazilian. And so a lot of people would, like, you know, on the street, and I walked to school every day to the, the Spanish, uh, the business Spanish class. Um, I just got, like, the worst, most hostile stares and just sort of, like, I don't know. But with people actually was able, you know, when I was able to actually speak with them um, and, they you know, studying Spanish and English was my first language, that it grew a bit warmer. I got a bit, a bit better uh, reception towards me. But, you know, the initial the initial way I was treated was sort of, like, daunting and startling, like, oh, my goodness. Like, nowhere else have I ever felt that just awkward, <laughs> just visiting, you know, as a tourist. So, um, I don't know. But, yeah, that being said, I would still actually return. Well, apparently I just would they, go, don't, they don't like they don't like. Brazilian I wouldn't go back alone. <laughs> or or the today doesn't like me. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, say, you know, you know, I'd say in 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 the whole Latin region, you know, there there is, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but there does seem to be, you know, a lot of brinksmanship between the Latin countries, and I think it's just, you know, that that sort well, I think of that, the history you know, of everywhere, you know, history yeah. of everywhere has to be, one has to take that into account, like just plain, just going back home, like having to go through, oh, my God, was it, was it, oh, Chile. They were so much nicer there just in the freaking airport. I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, instantly, or maybe maybe it just seemed that way because you know, they, you know, I, like I everywhere think else. You know, I think a lot of, it, a lot of it has to do with, with the, the politics and, you know, actually the, the government involved because, you know, um, Basically, you know, if you if you have a dictator as a leader, people tend to be more paranoid and, and more protective to begin with. Well, you know, and because they're, they're though, always they think, a, you know they're they always looking over their shoulders, you know. No, no. Well, with Argentina, though, they have a female president, and she's beautiful. She's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, but I know, I know, in, in other countries and stuff, that's that's not always the case, but. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, let me check. Let me check uh, and see what. What? Okay, yeah. I'm gonna wait a little bit. But I was gonna do my 
my uh, my French reading of this really cool poem. It was it's really sexy um, erotic poem. So you're welcome to stay tuned for that. I I may put on a song or something just before. I'm still trying to I'm still debating. I'm actually trying to upload a little bit more stuff right now. <laughs> Everybody gets an inside peek at exactly what I'm doing right now. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so sorry to cut you off, but um, I think hmm, well, while these other things are like uploading, I will go ahead and read it. You wanna you wanna listen in? You wanna stay tuned? Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Okay, I'm gonna read it right now, uh, and it's called uh, Les Banlieues by Henri Mourget, and it's all in French, but you know what I'm going to do for all of you uh, listeners is I'm going to redact it and translate it into English, and it will be on my site, livinggrindla.com, tomorrow. Um, this was by Henri Mourget, and uh, what do you call it? He lived from 1822 till 1861. So here we go. Okay, les vanneuses. À mes désirs, voici l'heure prospère. Oui, ce moment va combler tous mes voeux. Loin des regards, sans vêtements, ma chère. Un même bain va nous voir toutes deux. Fais comme moi, quitte aussi ta chemise. Et de ton sein enlève ce mouchoir. Ne tremble pas. Crains-tu quelque surprise? Va, sois tranquille. Aucun ne peut nous voir. Tiens, comme moi te voici toute nue. Grand Dieu, combien tu possèdes d'appât. Combien aussi ta gorge s'est accrue. Que sont jolies les contours de ton bras. Ah, tant de... Hein? Tant d'attrait d'un peu, je le parie. Deux mille amants feront le désespoir. Laisse-moi les contempler, je t'en prie. Va, sois tranquille, aucun ne peut nous voir. Plaisantes-tu dans ce moment de grâce? Tes compliments vont me faire rugir. Si tu savais en moi ce qui se passe, ta vue aussi m'inspire mes désirs. Si de l'amour, par la douce magie d'être homme ici, j'obtenais le pouvoir. Qu'avec transport, ta fleur serait ravie. Va, sois tranquille, aucun ne peut nous voir. Ciel, que fais-tu sur tes lèvres de rose? Laisse-moi donc cueillir un doux baiser. Je le veux bien, mais tu fais autre chose. Pourquoi ta main vient-elle m'agiter De tes baisers, je suis tout tremblant. Nouveau désir me vient et me voir. Fini, oh Dieu, prends pitié, cher amant. Va, sois tranquille, aucun ne peut nous voir. Mais de ma main, quel doit être l'usage C'est pour calmer le feu que je ressens. Jusqu'à ce jour, toi, modeste et si sage, tu connaissais ce baiser enivrant. De ce, de ce couleur, c'est ce lieu que je touche. 
que le contraste est ravissant à voir. Ah, que fais-tu Se porte ta bouche. Va, sois tranquille, que ne peut nous voir. Tiens, te renais, mais ta main te caresse. Tu vas encore expirer dans mes bras. Contre mon sein, ta main, ta main droite se presse et l'autre main me l'étine plus bas. Oh, que ton cœur soit docile à ma flamme. De ton ami apprend tout le savoir. Épargne-moi, que désir, je me pomme. Va, sois tranquille, oh, que ne peut nous voir. Mais maintenant, baignons-nous, deux amis. Livrons nos corps au cristal de ses eaux. Plus qu'un baiser sur ta bouche jolie. Nos sangs émus ont besoin de repos. Après, chez toi, saignant quelques migraines, un ami nous recevra ce soir. L'amour, alors, embellira la scène et son témoin, il fera son devoir. Alors, that was Henri Morger with his poem Les Bagneuses. Les Danus, sorry, Les Danus, um, uh, recited by me, Sandra London. Okay, I'm going to put some music on, and then I'll be back with a few more minutes of playtime with Sandra and Max McManus. Give me one moment. Let's find you a song. Hmm. Hmm. How about Black Metal Rose? Yay. Here you go.
And that was Black Metal Rose by the Fierce Creatures. And um, I'll get right back in to the last part of the interview with Max McManus of Max Porn Blog and uh, CigarVixens.com. Hope you guys liked that poem uh, a couple minutes ago. Uh, if you'd like to call in, the call in number is 858-815-2333. And we have about 10 minutes left in this broadcast. And after that, Feel free to continue to listen on NakedGirlsRadio.com for even more Playtime with Sandra with all of my favorite independent music um, and bands and artists. And there's some really sexy models on there, too. You should say hi to them. They'd like to see you. (laughs) Anyway, all right, so getting back to the last part of the interview. Let's find you. Where are you, Max? I'm here. Hello again. <laughs> Whoa, how are you? <laughs> I am good. Did you like the poem? Uh, even though uh, you know, uh, you I'm gonna know say it was. It. I, 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 I know very few words in French, so I'll wait until you have the retracted or the retracted version, you know, on your site. You can check it out. You know, um, yeah. well, did you it know, I, I, I probably. In, in probably in the entire poem, I probably recognized about eight words. Well, did it sound sexier? Because it wasn't a Oh, yeah, well, you that. know, so, a woman, hopefully any, it was woman sexy to you. any woman reading <laughs> reading French sounds sexy, you know? I mean, uh, it's, 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 you know, it's one of the, the Latin languages, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you know they, they're they're the 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 romance languages I should say, you know. So it's pretty mm-hmm. hard not to read French and and be a woman and not sound sexy. Aww. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, okay. Uh, do you have any uh any last sort of remarks or some really cool promo that you want to do? Um, you know, just just that actually, um, you know, uh, my my I actually studio just thought name. of one. What? <laughs> I just thought of one actually. Your, well, what is it? Why don't you tell my listeners about your um, herconfessions.com that site that's coming up? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, basically, it, it is a site where what we're going to be posting is actually um, webcam webcam confessions from real live everyday women from all different walks of life and you know basically uh they're going to be confessing their their uh, I guess whether it would be um their darkest secrets or actually their filthiest secrets you know um <laughs> and, and you know we're, we're we're basically compiling confessions right now and uh it, it's just really going to be a, a killer site. Um, it, it is, you know, when when, when I see uh, these, these, you know, confessions these women are actually sending into us, um, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it's just, you know, um, I, I got to say this, it's mind-boggling. You know, I, I guess I'm, I'm 51 years old, and, you know, I grew up in a, in a different generation, you know, but... Um, the the way the internet has you know given people voice let's put it that way is just um 
you know, it, it's a, it's amazing to me in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. you know, frankly, um, I, I just and you know, you asked me about cigar vixens, but with her confessional, um, you know, uh, the way I got the idea for it is, you know, just seeing uh, women and men, people in general, you know, the the information about themselves that they are willing. You know, and and the exhibitionism they're willing to exhibit, you know, on the internet for for free, you know, uh, <laughs> it just it just actually you know blew my mind, and you know, so I just said, why don't we why don't we give this concept a shot? And you know, the site isn't going to be open for another couple months, but you know, just from uh, the the you know. Uh, let's say honest and graphic nature of these confessions that we've been getting from these women, and, and obviously, you know, we, we're paying for them, you know, uh, basically uh, to be able to actually put them on our site and and uh, be able to charge money to for people to actually, you know, come onto the site and see them and listen to them. Uh, you know, uh, we're, we're not like you know taking these confessions and just putting them up there for free. Right. You know, right. but but um, cool. I'm just really, really to tell you the truth. Uh, like I said, it, it sounds me in a way um, the the the, the uh, openness that some of these women um, are, are just you know willing to share. Oh, sweet. Well, everybody, feel free to check that out. Um, it's HerConfessions.com. That's his latest venture. It's not open yet, but uh, women are more than welcome to submit their confessional fantasy or well, confession confession, so perhaps real-life confession, I suppose, um, and you'll be able to monetize that. Wow. Fancy that. Well, that was Max Porn Blog. You can learn more about him at his site, maxpornblog.com, um, cigarvixens.com, and check out her confessions.com. I'm going to be playing my bedtime story for you all now, which is called The Nymph. And see you on the other side at Naked Girls Radio if you're still awake. Good night. Hi, I'm Sandra London on Naked Girls Radio, and you're about to listen to my hot audio erotica. This story is called The Nymph. It's about my alter ego, Sandrine, an insatiable nymph who captures the hearts and hard-ons of men. Hello everyone, you're watching Sandra London TV. Tonight I'm going to read for you my story which was recently published on everynighterotica.com. It's called The Nymph. You're watching Sandra London TV. (laughs) Okay, here's a brief synopsis. It's an introduction to my alter ego, Sandrine, who is my inner succubus, an insatiable nymph who lavishes in her fixation with sex, stealing the hearts of men, and hiding behind her innocent-looking angel face and textbook smart. Now here's the story. I am undoubtedly shameless, 
I'm something of a cunt, at least when it comes to sex and men. I've always known that it is in my, both my best interest and my worst to use the power inherent from birth to wile and beguile and get my way. The strongest power in mankind is that of the woman. For what other reason would woman be here on earth, physically weaker, smaller, with more delicate sensibilities, other than to balance out the alpha male prototype of strength, size, and a harder sense of reality. But what happens when the mindset of this masculine energy is encompassed and well-hidden in a delightful female form? What do men want? Everyone already knows. Girl. Sex. Tits. Pussy. Ass. A warm, friendly smile. Even the possibility of a promise or glimmer of hope that a woman will look their way and wants to be near enough to allow him to smell her essence, her sweat, her perfume, her saliva, her hair, her heat. Well, I want to give it to them. I've been lucky enough to achieve so much, shocking to many. I am young and look even younger. I am youthful. I am smart. I am pretty. But every morning that I awaken, I am not satisfied. I want more. I want men. I want power. It is a hunger with no known cure. I am doomed, and I love it. I play in this life, in this world. I win. I don't lose. I wait. I lie in wait. I lay in wait. This sort of hunger drives me, compels me, beckons me forward into the bright, sorry, bright rays of sunshine, peeking through in the dawning of the day. It peaks as the day rolls into night. My wings spread in the dark. My legs spread in the face of men, in the sight of a man in a state of lust. I swoon at the glimpse of the raging, throbbing flesh of manhood that likes what it sees. I like that it's me. This hunger is my nourishment. It is present in all things. You see, I have this look, this walk, this body, my eyes, sometimes hazel, sometimes gray, were fashioned after the black cat, notorious in folklore for their dangerous, seductive, and foreboding stare under brooding lids. My walk, my strut, the wiggle in my hips that tells of my extensive years of training in ballet, jazz, modern dance, and more erotic pose. My chest steps forward. My head is held high, exposing my delicacy. My dainty neck, showcasing my supposed vulnerability. My tits, perky, proud pillows, throwing up off my otherwise bliss frame. <clears throat> I pretend I don't notice, but sometimes I really do forget. It is only when I'm awakened from some daydream or intense concentration that I realize how alive, too alive, I am actually being at that moment. Perhaps my my nipples have begun to peek out over the top of my bra and is visible even through my blouse in a crowded room or at the dinner table or in some other location which had until that moment, been absolutely devoid of overt sexual distraction. Or there are times when a simple sigh, after a long day of flitting about, completing this errand or that, in which that sigh sounds more like an orgasm, 
a whimper, a cat's meow. It is not intentional. It is not forced. It is inherent, ingrained, natural, a nymph in human form, conscious, unconscious. And that's the end. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you'll come back. Bye-bye. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was the nymph. It is now nearly 9.30, so I, I urge you all to join me on NakedGirlsRadio.com for the rest of Playtime with Sandra. Good night. You can check me out on TheLivingGrindMLA.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.